Welcome to Fast Break. This week's edition is uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a bit different than usual, but um, no, a lot of action in NBL 1 West uh, this week, round 14, and then also round 15 coming up near the tail end of the season, and uh, it's gone so quick. And, you know, tonight uh, our guests are excited. I've got a special guest um, and also a special guest host, co-host as well, and I'll introduce the co-host first, is uh, Charles Nix, head coach of the Junelot Wolves Women's, and Nixie, how are you, matey? Yeah, good, Jakey, very happy to be here. Um, <laughs> I've I've been waiting by the phone for weeks <laughs> for you to contact me, and yeah, yeah, yeah. so Blake, watch out, we'll own yeah. today, and we'll see how we go in yeah. the coming weeks, so yeah. yeah, very happy to be here. Yeah, well, we need to, Blake needs to worry about you, because if you do a great job, you could kick him out. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon. I, reckon. <laughs> yeah. you know, I know how hard it is to be a, a head coach and do other things. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, if Blakey, if you need a tandem every now and then, we'll, <laughs> you know, we can we can work a schedule out. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, thanks for coming, Nixie. Really appreciate it. I know you're busy uh, with the Wolves and having a great season and, uh, you know, and also a tough season as well. A few girls out for you. So um, how has that been for you transitioning, you know, with a few girls out as well? Yeah, I think... You know, I, I think there's there's seasons where you get a, a bunch yeah. of luck, and there's a some seasons where, you know, you get thrown some things that, that are challenges. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, I think losing Izzy Miotti early yeah, really changed our balance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know her dy- dynamic nature, both on and off the court, and you know her leadership and uh, her athleticism, um, you can't replace it. So f- for me, we had to find a, a different way to play. And you know, having Amy Kidner come back was was huge for us and yeah. gave us a different dimension. And then for her to unfortunately. <laughs> go down with an injury as well um you know was devastating for her and devastating for the team and um you know i think in our league um if you have post depth like you're going to be competitive um and you know she really gave us that so you know we've had to find creative ways to to play slightly differently and and still stay effective and Mm. um credit to our group um you know they've been together for a while and we've been able to, to make some adjustments um still a long way away from where we want to be yeah, yeah. Um, and you know when we obviously went down to your place you guys kicked our butt and you know then we had the, the weekend last weekend mm. where we we had Mandarin Perry Lakes um, beat us yeah. and you know for us they're, they're massive wake up calls that mm. you know we're, we're probably not as good as we thought we would be at this mm. point um, yeah. and that we need to duckle, knuckle down and, and do the work so uh, we've got a resilient group. We've got a group that, that have played together for a while. You know, we've got pretty good balance yep, across yep, the board. Yep. Um, and thankfully, we've been able to find Rebecca Benson, yep, yep. Uh, who's who's come in and given us not just leadership, but, you know, ability to score and, and understands tempo and, mm. and really able to execute. Yeah. Um, and then Jasmine Martin coming in as well. So yeah. completely different positions, completely different players. Um, I expect the next few weeks for us, we, we're going to have some ups and downs while we sort of work everyone in. So, yeah, And yeah. I'm sure our, our guest, who we'll talk to later, <laughs> um, can attest to that coming into new environment and and just trying to impact the best way you can without you know um, I guess fully taking over yeah, um, yeah. his his skill set he's able to fully take over and we'll get to to him in a minute yeah. but um, like for us it's just fitting in executing the way we need to execute and, and obviously getting to your strengths and we're still working out where our strengths are yeah definitely and it is tough with the losses you have but still on a nine in three record and and still up there in the top four so doing a great job Nixie and thank you you. Know. you guys too by the way oh thank yeah. you very much yeah, yeah you guys um just again it's we're a little off track but you know the, the <laughs> way that um, Blake has turned that program around mm. and the talent that he's brought in and, and obviously you're a massive part of that as well you know you props where they're due and yeah looking forward hopefully we get a, we get a shot at you again uh, yeah, later yeah, in the year definitely yeah well finals not not far now and uh, we're, we're looking at the tail end of the season I said but uh, Nixie our guest today is and uh, the newest signing of the East Perth Eagles men's uh, Lee Roberts Lee thanks for coming tonight really appreciate it 
Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> and how's it how's it been? You know, you know, you're in Uruguay, and you were here, um, you know, doing quarantine for two weeks, and then now you're back in the in the NBL One West, uh, formerly known as the SBL. How's it been? You know, transi- transitioning and, and coming to a new club at East Perth. Um, yeah, it's been uh, the quarantine. That was, <laughs> that was uh, not fun. Yeah. For anybody that wants to test it out, um, <laughs> I don't recommend it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, this is home, so mm, it's yep. it's a pretty easy transition to, to settle back in. But um, coming to a new club, you know, it's um, it's been cool. It's been fun. Um, East Perth has been nothing but welcoming, and, mm. you know, um, I'm – very impressed by the the program that they run over there mm. and a young side you've joined and you're kind of maybe one of the oldest on the group and one of the most you know you know a player that has played the most maybe the most seasons out of your, your squad maybe um how's it been you know kind of taking a lot of the young guys under your wing you know i know you're new but how, what, what have you been doing to help the young guys early on this season yeah yeah i mean when you start you know aging a little bit becoming a, <laughs> becoming a vet that yeah. you know that's sort of your role and I love it you know I love mm. the the energy and the enthusiasm that these young guys have yeah. um, to learn you know yeah, so yeah. that's that's the best part about it um and just being able to you know rub some something off on them you know is just it's a, a pleasure of mine you know just mm. to be able to to help these guys out Mm, yeah, well, uh, well, we'll talk to you more later on, Lee. But uh, uh, first off, uh, Nixie, we're going to go to our men's, sorry, our women's division. Uh, and uh, first game this weekend, uh, well, last weekend, sorry, was the Southwest Slammers hosting the Coburn Cougars. It was a ninety-four to thirty-eight win. And uh, in that game, uh, sorry, to the Coburn Cougars, Adele East top scored in that game, 16 points, two rebounds. Someone who surprised me this season, Sean Parsons, nine points, thirteen rebounds. She's she's trying to push that. You know, mm. Slammers team and try and get a W. Um, you know, being a young team, we, we always mention the Slammers. You know, how do you see the Slammers? And have you seen any, you know, improvements from them this season? Yeah, they're extremely young. Um, yeah. And I think I think I'd coached Bunbury in 2007. Yeah, you know, I yeah. coached their men's program. Yep, and yep. you find it's it's really... It's really difficult to to maintain mm. and, and hold players in town. Yeah. So uh, the, obviously the the standard situation is they come up through juniors, they play wobble, and then they finish high school, and then they yep. move to the city, like yeah. to, <laughs> yeah. to either study or, pardon me, find employment opportunities yep. or you know different things. So uh, I think I think they've always had the talent, the young talent. Yep. It's yep. just retaining that talent it's their major challenge and you know when you're a club that that relies on on sponsorship and money coming in from Mm. those sorts of avenues um it's not a consistent cash flow with say some of the clubs that you know have junior programs and so every year it's going to be a challenge for them unfortunately Mm. um until they get to a point where they're they're able to retain that local talent that sort of developed and played together for a long time so Mm. um i feel for them um because you know they are young Mm. Um, and the unfortunate reality of our league is is that there's some really really good teams in our league, and and if it's a percentage league, which it is, yep. you know you can't afford you know to take a young team down to compete against them at their level. With mm. all due respect, yep. like so you've got to go down, and you know we're a team that will play Bunbury once this year, mm. and there's teams around us that will play them twice. Yep, yep. And then if it comes to a percentage, we can't afford not to to compete against them. So look, I think every week you know they're seeing the best version of everyone. Because yep. everyone's really aware of of that scenario, yep. um, so they're going to learn. Like, and sometimes getting punched in the face is the best way to learn. Yeah. Um, yep. But unfortunately, 
you know, when you're constantly, when it's constantly happening, you just got to celebrate the little wins. And, and I'm seeing little things like Sian Parsons, yeah, yep. you know, um, Adele East, yep, um, yep, yep. you know, they're competing and they're playing and they're improving. Mm. Um, so I, I think if their mindset's right, like let's just compete, let's just get better, let's make sure we grow week on week, mm. um, they'll see this season as a success and they'll grow and they'll get better. Um, they've just got to get away from that scoreboard, yeah. Um, yep. I think so. Look, it's challenging. I respect what they're doing down there, and you know, I'd I'd love to for them to see some success, and hopefully, they see you know just a little bit of it this year. Um, yeah. But it's a long road for them. I think having a new coach coming in is is really hard. Mm. Um, so I'm sending my best wishes to them anyway. So, you know, and, and that might sound wanky or whatever, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you know, I just, I, no, I yeah, just, exactly. yeah. that's a yeah, tough yeah. situation. But and again, you look at where East Perth was two yeah, years exactly. ago. That's what I was about to say. It's, um, when I started, as you know, yeah, we were the exact same. Yep. Yeah, and you guys, you know, we're able to retain players. Yep, yep. You know, been together for a couple of years, then you get a couple of really good imports in. Yep. You know, and that that makes the world a difference. And you've done that with Opal Mater. You know, having Brianna come back in yep. and, and Mary Goulding's elite. Um, yep, yep. You know, if they can retain a, a good young group for the next mm. three years, add a couple of imports, then they're competing again, which yep. is what we want to see. Yeah, definitely. Well, look at the Coburn Cougars. 15 points for Jesse Edwards, 7 rebounds. 25 points, 9 rebounds for Taylor Simmons. And off the bench, Olivia Bassett-Scarf, 11 points, 4 rebounds. And also Kim Lowell, 10 points, 4 rebounds. The next game was the Lakeside Lightning. Uh, they hosted the Prairie Lakes Hawks and Lakeside having a few injuries next year, and yep. uh, it's been, you know, not the best season for them, uh, but they're still pushing, and, and they did lose. They're going to go down to the Prolex Hawks, 89-72. to 72. Uh, You know, Ash Eisenbarger, 21 points, 9 rebounds for them, and then for the Prolex Hawks, uh, Nat Burton with 15, and Millie McCarthy with 16, Megan McKay with 21-9, and nine, Mia Sadie with 19 points, and is there anyone there that has, has been playing a great season for you out of both teams? Yeah, well, I, I think if you look at that game, you've got, um, you know, the WNBL talent of, yeah, of yeah, Nat yeah. Burton and, mm. and Mackay um, on the Hawks, and then mm. Ash Eisenbarger, and um, um, Clark was back, Emma Clark was back yep, on, yep. on the weekend as well, so that's more WNBL talent. Mm. Um so I think you know that battle of of Eisenberger versus the other was was quite an interesting and match up and just to see them go I think Megan Mackay is a genuine like stud in our league yeah, like yeah, she, definitely, yeah. she's strong and she's big and she can finish around the basket she mm. rebounds well um, she she's fairly good in pick and roll defense and and she's still young and developing so I think I think she's she's an outstanding player and and will be for a long long time mm. uh, and she'll play at a higher level. And then our league for for a long period of time as well. So I think she's the one that probably stands out there. Um, yeah, I do like I love Michaela Perini. She's obviously played yeah. with me for a, for, for a, yeah. a number of years, and just her IQ and her ability to mm. see the floor and and get people organised and, and make things happen. Um, I think just with Lakeside are, are similar. They they've got some top end talent, but they're yeah. very young. So you know, give them a few years. If they can keep a Perini around, they keep Emma Clark around, they keep Ash Eisenberger around, and those younger kids come through with them. Um, imports will just be able to come back into the league next year. Mm. Um, you'll find you'll find that they'll get good real quick. Yeah. And um, that was an interesting match because we play both Lakeside and Perry Lakes this weekend. Yep. Um, so uh, thank you for the league. Yeah. <laughs> I get <laughs> to watch one game yeah. Rather, yeah. <laughs> rather than the two separate ones. So yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I appreciate that. So 
yeah, both both full of talent. Yeah. Um, and probably the other one with, with Perry Lakes is obviously Nat Burton's been around for a long time as yeah, a stud, but a young player in Mia Sadie coming yep. through and, mm. um, you know, she's she's quite dynamic and strong and mm. um, I think she's just adjusting after having time off yep. um, to playing in the league and I expect her second half of the year mm. to be a bit better. Yeah. And then we'll move to another Friday game, which was the Calamundis and Suns hosting the East Perth Eagles. And... Uh, East Perth up 75 to 62. And uh, some of the scorers for the Calamundis and Suns, Jewel Williams, 13 points, one rebound, six assists. Elise Imunger, 13 points, eight rebounds, uh, five assists. And then uh, Mel Moyle off the bench, uh, 11 points, three rebounds, three assists. And then for the Eagles, Opal Mater, 15 points, eight rebounds. Uh, Brianna Moyes, 11 points. And uh, you know the big one, as you mentioned, uh, Mary Goulding, 35 points, 17 rebounds, five assists. And... They're you know, Lee Roberts numbers, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Lee had a great game as well against yeah. uh, the um, you know the Suns, and we'll mention that uh, during the men's division. But um, you know, I, I you know Nixie, we, we joke about it, and we try yeah. and make the show yeah. as you know NBL one West possible. But yeah. you know, for you, and normally I ask Blake about how he yep. is with the team from a coaching point of view. But what do you think about Mary Golding, and how do you think she's adjusted with the East Perth Eagles? Oh man, she's so dynamic. Like she's she's able to score in a multiple. Mm. Uh, of way she she can get to the basket um she she can stretch the floor um as you can see there 17 rebounds like she she works her butt off mm, yep. um but you there's you can't stop her in a single way so a lot of the good players in this league you know what they're good at and they get to it and you you sort of understand where they're going to hurt you mm. with mary it's sort of like well she's either going to you know shoot a three she's got this nice step back that she does or she's going to get back and she's going to keep a dribble and she's going to get to the rim and yep. she's the sort of player that will take contact and, and finish as well so mm. i think you know she's an elite scorer at mm. our level and it probably took her the first couple of games and we we're lucky to get her early in the first yeah. game of the year um to to sort of work out how how the games are going to get called to yeah, start yeah, with yeah. um and then just the physicality of the league mm. um but yeah no I, manny i would you know i'd I would take her in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. And it's not that I'm going to go out there and... No, of, no, no. But, yeah. but, you know, that's the sort of player. It works hard, great personality, yeah. you know, um, you know, and, and is super talented. So, yeah. you know, if she's not in the conversation for league MVP, I'd be very, very surprised. Yeah. Well, we did have a bit of banter during the season. I think you sent me an official... Uh, well, no, an unofficial... Yeah. Actually, not official, yeah. Unofficial uh, trade trade kind of uh, <laughs> uh, proposal. And um, I was looking at the roster trying to see who, who I could also grab. But yeah. I think it didn't work because of cap space. I think that was the reason. Mate, uh, I've got so much cap space. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I think it was my <laughs> side. I think it was my side, Nixie. Um, but uh, we'll move to uh, the Perth Redbacks hosting the Lakeside Lightning. Perth had the win 84-62. Daniel Ashworth, 12 points, 5 rebounds. Mac Dyer, another great game, uh, 20 points, 14 rebounds. Jess Jenkins, 11 points, 8 rebounds. And then also Madison Allen doing her thing, 6 points, uh, 17 rebounds uh, and 6 assists. And then also the second game for the Lakeside Lightning. Uh, Jay Flinch, he started in this game, 11 points, 4 rebounds. Ash Eisenbarger, 18.7 rebounds. Uh, for them. Then we'll move to your game, Nixie. It was the Battle of Joondalup, and it's always a great time uh, at Joondalup, especially when they're facing their rival, the Warwick Senators. And I was actually asked to commentate this one, but I couldn't. As uh, as you know, the twins on our team, uh, Bree yep. and Aaron Fisher, was their birthday. Yep. Uh, so... We all Family first, team. man. Yeah, yeah we all went it. out and had a good night, but I was pretty upset as I really wanted to come down and watch that one. But a 92-78 to 78 victory 
in that one. And I'll uh, go through some of the scorers uh, in that one. Kayla Steindl, 30 points, 11 rebounds, two assists for her. Amber Land, 8 points, 11 rebounds. Tia Usage, 12 points, 3 rebounds. Rebecca Benson, 12 points, 4 rebounds. And uh, also for the Warwick Senators, 28 points for Stacey Barr, 6 rebounds. Mackenzie Clinch-Hoycard, 14 points, 6 rebounds. Taylor Hepburn, 18 points, 4 rebounds. And Nixie, how did you feel in that win against Warwick? Yeah, I, obviously we had a tough weekend previously yeah, to yeah. that. So for us, it was really about just getting back to, to playing the, the style of basketball yes. um, that we want to play. And, yes. um, you know, Stacey Barr's an elite scorer and, and she had 28, but what people don't think about with her, she's an elite rebounder and she's averaging 10 rebounds a game from mm. for us to keep her down to six and mm. for her not to generate those extra re- uh, possessions was was good. Um, Warwick are a good team, man. Like they've got good balance. They've got good, you know, they've got great posts. They've got great wings. They've got great guards and mm. you know I think it was a perfect game for us to get back to, to being us because they play hard for 40 minutes and yeah yep. um, yeah so I, I yeah it was, it was nice to see Kayla Seindl shoot the ball yeah, yep, I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, so that was that was really good. Mm. Um, you know, and Tia Usic really stepped up with Georgia Dennehy being out with concussion. Yeah. Um, so she played played a bunch of minutes and and really pushed tempo for us and executed what we we needed her to. Mm. Um, you know and. You know, we. I think when we've got Chelsea Belcher and Beck Benson on the floor, it's sort of like who do you yeah. defend? Um, yeah. So yeah, just we we worked out. You know, you know, a couple of things that we could be really good at. Mm. Um, so still a lot of growth, but v- yeah. very happy to get the result. But yeah. it was more about you know making sure we come out of the game happy with the way we performed, not necessarily the result in the yeah. end. So. Glad we won, though. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, uh, you know, with Georgia Dennehy, she has missed a few games and, yep. and now with concussion. Is there anything, you know, will we see her this weekend or maybe a day by day? You're just seeing how she is at training. and Yeah, so she got cleared on Friday. Oh, yep, yeah, yep. so she got cleared on Friday yep. um, to sort of start sort of non-contact type stuff. Okay, she saw yep. the doctor again today um, and she's um, she should be able to do some light work tomorrow night at training yep. and Thursday night she'll be in the full training and then she should play um, yeah. this weekend. Yeah. I think when it comes to a concussion injury, though, I'm I'm very very cautious. Yeah. So you know, I don't expect us to play Georgia. You know, a bunch of minutes. It'll be very much let's manage her, let's get her back in, let's really monitor the way she's feeling and mm. making sure that she's feeling 100% fit and healthy. Mm. Um, because the last thing we want is to put someone in a situation where they can further injure, injure themselves, yep, yep. particularly when it comes to, to, to concussion, which is mm. something that, as everyone knows here, won't just be <laughs> for the next week or two, it'll be no. lifelong. So, you know, we'll really look after her. And, and if, if she can't play this week because we want to be cautious, yep. we won't play her. Um, at all, so yeah, yeah long term health is always the priority. With yeah, us. and she's someone you really need, you really loved having on the floor, and oh, uh, she's, she's a the floor general. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, and she's such a good defender. And I think, I think what people forget with with Georgia is she she is an elite defender that's mm. been you know at the WNBL level before. Yeah. So um, she's strong, she's quick, you know. Um, you know, she she can defend outside of position, even though she's she's a smaller of stature. Like she's yeah, she's she's an elite defender at this level. And um, you know, recently us coaches got you know asked who we'd nominate as our best defender, and and George is definitely that yeah. for us. So we miss we miss her intensity on defense yeah. for sure. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we'll go to the last game, Nixie, and it was the Mandra Magic hosting the Williton Tigers, and the Williton Tigers got up seventy four to fifty five. And uh, just a few scorers for the Mandarin Magic. Carly Bogue, 14 points, 12 rebounds. Uh, Casey Milo, 14 points, 
three rebounds for her. And then uh, over to Willerton, Emma Gandini, she's had a few good weeks. 18 points, two rebounds, four assists for her. Uh, Sam Lubke, 12 points, nine rebounds. Alex Sharp, 22 points, 12 rebounds. And... Uh, yeah, it's it's been a great round, round 14 uh, for the NBA One West. And Nixie, we're going to come back and, and Lee, and we're going to uh, talk about uh, the fixtures for round 15 and, and our tips. And I know this is your favourite part, Nixie, the tips. So, it is, uh, yeah. I talk to you most <laughs> weeks about the tips. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, we'll be back and uh, after this here on Fast Break. It's flu season, and we all know how important it is to be vaccinated. Wangara Pharmacy is your local place open every day from 7am to 11 at night. Drop in any time with no appointment necessary. Just $19.99. Got a local business? They will even come to you in groups of five or more at no extra cost. Support the locals that support you. Station sponsor, Wangara Pharmacy. 9200-4400. 9200-4400. Welcome back to Fast Break. And uh, still joining me is Charles Nix from the June Lot Wolves, the women's head coach, and Lee Roberts, the newest import for the East Perth Eagles and uh, before I like I forgot to mention as well I thought this is pretty cool the NBL One West have made a new deal with Coles Express uh, as as kind of the naming brand sponsor and um, you know I think it's kind of maybe it's in a way if you think Nixie I don't maybe I could be wrong but maybe like while we're traveling uh, traveling around two places try and get to a Coles Express on your way there and uh, you know grab some food or something or drink <laughs> I don't know maybe that's what they've done but uh, yeah. great great kind of yeah I sponsor. Think- like, because there's so many signs around the court now. Like in yeah, every stadium, yeah, like yep, big yep, part yep. of our deal is we have to have these sponsor signs there. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest with you, I walked in, I saw the Coles Express signs, the big red ones. Like, yeah. man, they look good. Like, yeah, like pretty simple, <laughs> nice big red sign right yeah. in the middle there. So you know, I think I think with the way that the league is is broadcasting every single game. Yeah, yep. You know, and I find like I watch more basketball now than anything, man. Yes. I'll, I'll get onto NBL like North and watch some like parts of games, and yeah, you know, yeah. I'll, then I'll watch parts of games in every game in our league and just have a look. And yeah, man, that exposure you're getting. Like I don't know what the the viewing numbers are, but yeah. I imagine like if you're a you're a ball junkie, man, like you're getting on, you're watching lots of ball. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I think it's a great great sponsorship. Mm. And Lee, you know, you must have seen all the changes from SBL yeah. to now uh, the NBL One West. How's it been for you playing with cameras and you know you know there's commentators at the game and uh, you know how do you feel like playing you know in front of more maybe viewers online as well? No, that, I think that like basketball in Australia just took a huge step mm. you know that yep. um, first of all putting the NBL label on um, yep. on the second division and then um, now broadcasting the games you know that makes it easier for recruiting and, and other aspects you know getting other players out interested in, in everything I thought um, what what has been done and then also bring it into um, a national uh, tournament as well mm. with the um you know the, the tournament at the end. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, great for basketball Australia. Mm. Well, uh, guys, we're going to go to our player of the week for the women's division, and uh, you know I've got some players here, but you know Lee, I want to ask you as you know the guest, who do you think maybe this week would you put your vote to be player of the week? Um, on the women's side, just hearing some of the numbers going down, um, I'd I'd have to give it to Mary Golding. Um, 35 and 17, that's outrageous. Mm. That's, um, yeah, okay. those are Shaq yeah. numbers. 
Monster yeah. numbers, man. Well, um, you know, there's two players who I think are very close together, and it's really hard because one of them plays for the East Perth Eagles, and one of them is the June Lump Wolves, <laughs> and, and that's Kayla Steindl, and uh, you know, she had 30 points, 11 rebounds, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah, 30 and 11. And I'd be honest with you, yep, like yep. I think Kayla Kayla's performance is just as good. Yeah. Because, and I was talking to to Lee off air about this. Post players. Don't have the ball yeah, in their hand yeah, all the time. Yeah, like yeah. They're, they're, you know, they get in position, they're boxing out, they're rebounding, they're, they're pick and roll defense. Like they're they're playing like hard the whole yeah. time. And and I think when you've got like a dynamic wing or a dynamic guard, the ball's in their hands all the time. So they're able to to to, to pretty much let the game come to them a little bit. Yep. Um, whereas posts, you know, posts are relying on other players to 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 get them all in, in good positions. And so look. You know, obviously, I'm completely biased. Yeah, 1, yeah, yeah. Thousand percent biased here. Um, but yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll like sway Lee now, being a post player. <laughs> yeah, it's harder for a true. post player to get those numbers yeah, than okay. it is for a guard, particularly in our league, the way it's played. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But no, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm going to give one point to Mac Dyer. She had a great game this week, yep. um, and. You know, I'm going to also be biased. Yeah. I have to yeah. be, you know, because I, I, I know I try not to make this an East Perth thing, but I've actually not given Mary a lot of points this yep. year because of, you know, I really want to give every other everyone else a fair And I'll be honest with you. If you don't give Mary Goulding <laughs> three points after getting 35 yeah. and 17, no matter what my argument is, yeah, yeah. man, she won't talk to you for a year. No, exactly. Like, so. uh, she in the, Earlier in the season, I, I thought I was going to give it to her uh, and, and she was upset I didn't give it to her. Yeah. So, you know, so two points is Kayla Stano and she had a great game. You know, she, she, she had a great game, 30 points, 11 rebounds against a tough team. And she was playing against some great bigs, some of the yeah. best bigs in the league. Uh, you know, so, um, yeah, so this week, our player of the week is Mary Goulding for a second time in a row, and she's been doing great. And I think, you know, as you said, Nixie, what she's done for East Perth has been great. As yeah. you know, What colour eyes does Mary have? Sorry? What colour eyes does she have? Sure. Oh, man, what sort of coach are you? I know. <laughs> exactly. I'm not sure. I, I should know. But um, I think I'm too Just busy. trying to drop you in the pile there. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Right. I'm too... Blake's got me too busy, you know, looking at film and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I got you. Yeah. I got you. I, all I know is that her eyes, the green uniform would match it perfectly. Uh. So. <laughs> so congratulations, Mary. Yeah, good job. Yeah, yeah, player of the week there yeah, for yeah. Mary Goulding. Yeah, um, and also someone else on the couch here might be a vote in for the men's as well. Well, I think. Well, I didn't play, so clearly. No. <laughs> yeah, but we'll get to that in the men's. And f- now we're going to go to our uh, tips for this week for round 15. Man, and I've been so critical on you with these I tips. So I, f- I feel yeah. like I'm going to yeah. get so much. I'm no, gonna it's cop, fine. I'm going to cop so much. <laughs> no, and that's what we do. It's yeah. fine. We have we have fun. But uh, first game is the Carolina Eastern Suns and the Lakeside Lightning. And this is a tough one because Lakeside struggling a little bit. Um, and also the Suns have been, but they've they've kind of... You know, they're kind of climbing the ladder a bit after a loss against the East Perth Eagles uh, and also Lakeside with their loss as well. But um, I think I'm going to go with the Suns. I'm really going to go with the Suns. And that's depending on, you know, if they do have a few of their players. I knew a few of their players were out on the weekend, so uh, hopefully they get some back in. But uh, what about you, Nixie? Who are you going to go for? I, what I think is interesting about this fixture is it's Thursday. As oh, well, it is. Yeah, so it's yeah, a Thursday sorry. night yeah, fixture because I think the next couple of weeks are going to be quite interesting because of the COVID yep. weekend. We've yep. rescheduled games at different yep. times, so I think it's it's, it's it's a really interesting fixture. Is where is it at Calamander? It's, it's at Ray Owen. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that probably sways me more to to the Suns. Mm. Just a quick question: Do my tips because obviously you and Blake have a competition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do my tips go towards Blake's tally? You know what? Yeah, let's do that. So yeah. Blake doesn't vote this week. Oh, okay. Got- All right. <laughs> 
So I can do one of two things here. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm going to talk with all integrity. Tip with all integrity. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be very, very close. Um, but I think like when you've got a team, you know, on a Thursday night, they're travelling up the hill. Yeah. You know, um, that's that's going to be the difference for me. I think the Suns. Yep. And uh, and Lee. <laughs> Um, I'll throw my opinion in. Um, I'm going to go against both of you guys, and I'm going to go with Lakeside. Their sense of urgency is going to be um, peaked up a little bit this week. Mm. Um, it's coming down to the second half of the season. Yeah. Um, you know the the end of the season. Sorry, and they've uh, they're trying to retain um, you know their spot. So. Mm. I think uh, they're going to come in with a sense of urgency and yeah. take the win. Yeah, it was definitely going to be a game. And like I think I might have just shot myself in the foot too because we play Lakeside on the Friday, so I might have just pissed a few people off there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Oh, no. No, that's all right. That's all right, Nixie. Yeah. You'll be fine. Uh, then the Perry Lakes Hawks are hosting the Williston Tigers at Bendap Basketball Centre. This will be a great game as well. But uh, I really like the Willow Tigers, so I'm going to go with the Tigers here. Nixie, what about you? I feel like I'm just following you, mate. But to be honest, with Lubke and Sharp, yeah, yeah, you know, it's something that Willett and Do man, like they they find good yes. imports or you know this year they're import caliber players, you know, like they they've every year they, the two they get out are outstanding, and I think they've done another fantastic job with Sharp and yeah. Lubke. Um, their young younger group over the last few years with yep. Ke- Kelly and, and Gandini, yep. you know, Winter, Sophie like, Mains, yeah, as well. Sophie Mains, like they they they're doing a fantastic job. Yeah. So I think. I think Willett are the team to beat at this point in yeah, time. They so are. If, if they were playing anyone except for us, I would I would tip Willett yeah, at this point. Yeah. And Luke, yeah, I'm going to go with you guys on this one, um, Willow for sure. Yeah, Tigers doing great this year, and like you said, and I play Perry Lakes on the Saturday, and I've just pissed yeah. these guys off too. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Docky. Uh, then we'll go uh, as you mentioned, the Lakeside Lightning hosting the June Light Wolves, and uh, I got to go with the Wolves, and not just because you're in here. I know that we might get into a fight if I did. I'm say quite an intimidating side. guy, so yeah. So yeah, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> so I've gone the wolves, and Nixie, I'm going to write down wolves for you anyway, because yep. I know I I, I'm guessing that's that. your uh, yep. vote. Uh, and then Lee, uh, this is the Lakeside and June Lup. Yeah, I'm gonna. Um, Are you gonna? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with with June Lup on this. One. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fist bumping in here. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we're all going Tigers, we're all going Wolves as well. And then the next game is the Rocky and Flames hosting the Southwest Slammers. And on this one, Nixie, I think, uh, you know, we'll play it safe and I think we'll go the Flames. Yeah, I, yep. th- I, th- I think so, yeah. Mm. yeah. And uh, Lee? Yeah, same with the Flames. Flames, yep. That'll be at Mike Barnett's boarding complex. And then uh, the Coburn Cougars are hosting the Warwick Senators at Wally Hagen. And uh, both sitting on a 7-5 and five record. And uh, I'm going to go for the Senators in this one. Uh, what about you, Nick? Man, yeah, this is a game of the round. I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think, I think, I think the difference will be, uh, and I'm following you at this point. But I think the difference will be the posts of yeah, yeah. Of, of of Sterling um, Warwick. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I always call them Sterling. Yeah, um, of yeah. the Warwick Senators. Yeah. So Hepburn, Hepburn and Clinchwick are a legitimate bigs. So yeah. yeah, I think that'll be the difference in the end. Mm, yeah, good matchup as well, Jesse Edwards as well. So yeah, maybe yeah. a tough night for Jesse Edwards. Yeah, so. I think they tag team her, and yeah, yeah they'll, they'll make life life mm. difficult. So. And uh, yeah, and Lee. Where are they playing at? They are playing at Mike... No, sorry, not Mike Barnett, so I'm reading the wrong one. Wally Hagen Stadium, so, so that's Coburn. at Coburn. Well, two teams, seven and five. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to go against you guys. I'm yep. going to go with Coburn on that one. <laughs> so home court. Home court home means court a lot, yeah. means something. Yeah. And it's a tough place to play. It too. is, yeah. It we is. always... Every show, Nixie, we mention Coburn. And while I've got you guys here, how do you feel about Coburn? Like, they're... 
we always talk about how the crowd is right behind you and it's such mm. a small court, but it's a great atmosphere. Oh, fantastic. And that bar is the best bar yeah. in the league. Like, yeah. be, like, so you go out there, full window. So like, I think if you're a basketball fan, yep. like you'd enjoy going down there and, and watching some basketball. Like yeah. It's quite good. As an opposition coach, like the crowd is right on you. Like They're right there. So if you, you're not a club that has a lot of supporters coming there, you can cop some stuff from that crowd. <laughs> like you really yeah. can. So. Yeah. yeah, it's a fun place to play. Yeah. It's, um, like a box, you're boxed in there uh, pretty good. Mm. And, yeah, the fans are right there. But it makes it a good atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll move to the Warwick Senators and the East Perth Eagles. And you know me, Nixie. I'm the same as you. i got to go with, with the Eagles. Um, but I do not mind if, if you have to go the other way. You know, I do, I do not mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not think, as intimidating as you. So. Yeah. No, I think, I, th- I think you guys are, are playing really, really mm. well at the moment. Um but there's a little bit of desperation in yes. Warwick at the moment as yes, well. So yes. I think, you know, I'm going to go against you. And yep, it's not yep. because I no. because I rate you guys and I think you guys are going to be very good. Yep. I just think it's a tough weekend for Warwick and they're yep. going to have to get what they're going to have at to least, get one. at least one of these two games. So um, they talking to some of the Warwick players last week after the game, you know, they, they, they are desperate. Um, yep. It'll just come down to like every week. It sounds so <laughs> stupid. Come down to how well they shoot the ball. Yeah. Where is it played? Sorry, uh, this is at Warwick. Yeah, so yeah. So at Warwick, that's that's, that's the thing that's going to tip it. I think uh, even that's the back end back end of a double for them. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm tip, tipping Warwick. Yeah, and Lee. No way. <laughs> 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 and I just couldn't do the same as you every every game. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, we're getting this one for sure. We're getting this one. Job, Lee. Uh, and then we've got the Willerton Tigers hosting the Coburn Cougars. And again, I got to stick with Willow. Uh, yeah, Tigers. And yeah, Nixie, your Tigers as well. And Lee? Same. Same. We're all Tigers. And then uh, I think this is. No, yeah, the last game of the round. Calamundis and Suns in the Mandra Magic. This is going to be a gritty game. It also is also at Rayo and Sports Centre. They do have a bit of a rest, as you said, uh, with their Thursday game. And I think this will be. Oh, no, it is still a Saturday game. Sorry, my bad. Uh, but Have you missed our game? No, I don't think so. And we play Hawks too. Oh, you play Hawks? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so maybe Hawks, so. Let me yeah. see. Oh, yeah, sorry, I did. My bad. June Lap Wolves versus the Prairie Lakes Hawks. Sorry, because I saw June Lap and I forgot. My bad. So June Lap Wolves versus the Prairie Lakes Hawks <laughs> at HBF Arena. And me, I'm going for the Wolves. Strong at HBF Arena. Uh, and great atmosphere, and then uh, what? A, oh, Nixie, I got to yeah. write yours down. I didn't yeah. need to ask you. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then Lee. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nixie's over here cracking his knuckles. I'll go with the the wolves on this one too. Mm. <laughs> That's at well, five p.m. at HBF Arena, June Lop, Like I said, and sorry, I think uh, we're back into it now, which is the Calamundis and Sons and the Mandra Magic. And uh, this one's going to be a good one. And uh, like you said, Nixie, there's a lot of desperation. And, and also Lee did say this. Uh, I think the Suns are going to get this one. But I think it's going to be a great game nonetheless. Uh, what about you, Nixie? Man, oh, like Mandra. Yeah. Like Mandra are interesting. Man. They, they're experienced and, you know, they, they're talented. And, you know, they've got a great coach in Vladilava yeah, like yeah, down yeah. there. Um, you know, I reckon... I reckon Mandrick could t- take this. Yeah. I think so. I think Suns will get the early game of the weekend, but I think Mandrick can can take this. So, mm. Vlad, don't let me down, bro. No, I think that's a um, that's also a Blake kind of 
strategy as well. Blake would go for the sun, uh, sorry, the magic. So uh, you've you've done him proud. Yeah. And then Lee, <laughs> um, I'm gonna stick with the Suns mm. only only because I got to see them play a, a little bit, and mm. I haven't really seen Mandra play at all. Um, even though they went down against our girls, uh, they they didn't look they didn't look um, very you know they didn't look bad. Yeah, it was um it was a good strong game, and mm. if you're comparing them against us, um. Know, we have a good side, so they look decent. Mm. Well, uh, that's the tips done, boys. So I can't believe Blake tipped against East Perth. Can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, I'll remind him that at training. Um, but, um, you know, we're going to talk to Lee before we go to the break. And Lee being our guest, uh, we're going to ask you some questions. And, you know, you first came over from the States and joined the Suns, which was what year was that, guys? Um, Don't want to make uh, it. It was. Uh, I came over in 2011 for yeah. Sterling. Yep. Sorry, yeah, for, yeah. for, for so Sterling back, back when, when they Sterling. were Sterling. Yeah, yeah and uh, you know, kind of what brought you over to Sterling and, and, and WA? Um, just the opportunity to continue playing basketball. Yep, yep. Um, honestly, I, I was very skeptical about coming to Australia. Yeah. Um, just with your, your basic stereotypes, you know, all the... <laughs> Poisonous everything, yeah. <laughs> yep. but um, yep. yeah, um, and it changed my life. Um, the day I got here, um, I knew this is where I, I wanted to live. You know, not just basketball wise, but you know, the people, the the place in general. But um, but yeah, it all started um, at uh, Warwick Stadium. Uh, yeah, yeah, back in 2011. Mm. And uh, you know, it wasn't your first. You know, pro contract. I think we talked about this before. Mm. I have had you on, and I've talked to you, and I think yep. I got this wrong. But uh, you know, it, you know, you did sign uh, over in Germany. Yep. But was there somewhere else you signed before Germany? I think this yeah. is this is what we had. Um, <laughs> where was that? It was in France. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, I signed with a with an agent, and uh, unfortunately, he uh, he told the the team that I was six ten. Yeah, and when I arrived there, <laughs> that wasn't the case, obviously. <laughs> so um, classic agent. <laughs> so we call it this Pacific shrink. So we we see the import, we watch some film. They say they're six foot ten. They come out and they're six six. Yeah, yeah. I think Brian yeah, Vocal was six ten too. <laughs> he was six four at best. Yeah, but he could play. Yeah, yeah. well, he rebounded like a six ten guy. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that situation didn't work out, um, mm. and it was an interesting ride from there. Um, I spent a little bit of time traveling around Germany, um, you know, from club to club, try, trying out with a few different teams, and then um, eventually landed in Braunschweig. Yeah, yep. and uh, we'll, we'll go before that. We'll go to your college, and that was Finlay, and, uh, you know, the uh, division two was a division two when you were there. Yep. Yeah. So, um, you know, what kind of got you to there, and how did you choose Finlay? Uh, and did you have many other offers from any other universities? Um. Yeah. I mean, I had some some different offers. Um, it's interesting because I had offers for track and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was a I was a pretty good high jumper, and yeah. so I had some some big time schools that were after me for track, but. I wanted to play basketball. Mm. Um, there were fewer schools for basketball, but there were some. Um, I went down to Finley, um, small school, mm. just a great program, and with an opportunity to play, and um, 
yeah, just that was that was home. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So obviously, um, there's a bunch of kids in in Australia that want to go to college. Mm. Um, you know, and I'm sure you had Division One, you know, opportunities as well. Yep. Um, and I, I talk to to my athletes coming through a lot of the time about the difference between Division One and Division Two and opportunity more than anything else. Was mm-hmm. was that a big part of your decision to go to a Div Two school? Yeah, for sure. Like, I didn't have you know any Dukes or UNCs knocking at my door, but um, the the fact where you can go in, um, it's a little bit more personable. Um, the coaches are working with you um, a little bit more one on one, and you get that opportunity to actually play. Yep. You know, you're not coming yep. in behind a you know five star recruit um, that's in your position, and you know the next one's coming in the next year, and or this or that. You know, you get that four year opportunity, um, and yeah, it's for me. It was when I went there to visit versus um, let's say I went to like a West Point. I went to um, um, not for basketball, but for for track to like a Wisconsin, where the school, the campus is huge, and you know you can get lost. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. but just bring the campus down a little bit smaller. You know, it's a little bit more family, a little bit more you know relationships. Um, yeah, exactly. And you learn and you grow. For me, in basketball and education wise you know it's it's important on both ends for me yeah so if you were to give anyone like a young kid coming out like of, of australia that, that has an opportunity to maybe go to a you know a lower end sort of division one school or you know go to a division two school where they become more of a priority i guess what what's your mm-hmm. advice like yeah um obviously <laughs> that depends on player to player but you know when you have those french guys and especially coming over from Australia, you want your experience to be good. You don't want to go and sit on the end of the bench somewhere. Yeah. Um, you're going to, you may not get homesick, but you know, it, it accentuates it when you're, when you can't do what you want to do. And you know, that's play. Um, again, it depends on every, every situation is different where you want to go with your basketball. Um, the prestigiousness of, of your D one schools versus your D twos. Um, definitely it matters, but if you want to develop your basketball and you want to get in the game and go and play, sometimes a Division Two is a is a good opportunity, and it's and it doesn't hurt you too bad. No. And we got, we've had a bunch of good players go to the NBL and you know obviously play in our league in Division Two and like really really good good players. Yes. So you know, I think most of them have that same story. I was able to go and play and learn, like and learn from playing, not you know being training fodder for lack of better better yeah, terms. So. Exactly, exactly. Um, so you've been played around all the world, uh, which you know I think would be the most incredible thing. But if outside of Australia, what would be you know your favourite place that you played? <laughs> oh man, that's a great. Before question. you say, Lee, I just wanted to, I've just been writing down a few of the places you've been, just a few, and and you know, tell me if I'm you know if I've missed one. But Germany, Denmark, Australia, Japan, Argentina, Venezuela, Italy, Uruguay. Um, you've also been to France as well. Like so, going back to Nixie's question, yeah, what, what would be the most you know, favorite part? Um, man, I really <laughs> enjoyed myself in Italy, mm. um, and I have to I have to say Israel as well mm. because Taylor, yeah. my wife, yep. she enjoyed Israel the most mm. out of all the countries, yeah. and I really enjoyed myself in Israel too. Um, she she really enjoyed it. Man, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> there is facts there. Yeah, man, I'm definitely. Telling you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, well, uh, we're going to take a break here, Lee, and uh, and also Nixie. It's a uh, half time, as as Blake says. Uh, so we'll be back on fast break after this. <laughs> Welcome back to the second half of Fast Break here at Edge Entertainment Australia. Great facilities we have here and uh, love doing, you know, the podcast here. And what do you guys think of, you know, Edge Entertainment Australia, the, the studio here? No, I love it, man. I walked in and it's, it's a really homely feeling. These yeah. leather couches are the business, I'll be, I'll be <laughs> honest. And and I see the, the guitars come in. I wanted yeah. to pick one up and just play straight away. So, yeah. look, if they want someone to come in and practice, you know, recording, I'll record a couple of songs yeah. in here yeah. pretty happily. So, there you go. Charles what do you reckon, Nick? Lee? Charles yeah, Nix, no. you know, yeah. one of you know the best NBL One West and also SBL head coaches and also a champion as well, head, head coach champion. And then also you're going to bring out an album as well, are you? Yeah, yeah I've got, I've got it's about 10, 10 or 12 songs written already, yeah. ready to go. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, if you did it's want really to, good, I'd man. say they wouldn't mind bringing out an album with you if you want. So, yeah, yeah we, can, well, we, can, we can get the contract sorted. up a time. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've got a writer that I'll be demanding, you know, while yeah. I'm in here recording. <laughs> yeah. They can keep all the profits from the album, yeah. that's fine. Like, yeah. we'll, we'll just invest it back in here. So. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to move to... The men's division, and uh, first game was the Coburn Cougars. They went down to Eaton Rec Center uh, to take on the Southwest Slammers. It was a ninety to seventy three win against uh, for the Coburn Cougars, and both are young, both young sides. Um, and some of the scorers: Mitch Keller, twelve points, eleven rebounds. Uh, I think that is oh, my bad. Yeah, is Reese? Yeah, my bad. Reese Barrett. He had eleven points, two rebounds, and then uh, four. The, sorry, I've just pressed out of it. My bad. <laughs> uh, I'm terrible at this. See, I ruined my own show. Here's the, uh, the Coburn Cougars, Sever Chan, 15 points, 4 rebounds. Gavin Field, my man, Gavin Field, 19 points, 5 rebounds. Nick Pazoglu, 15 points, 7 rebounds. And, you know, a former head coach of the Southwest Slammers, Nixie, yep. and, um, you know, you, you said you like to check kind of your old yep. players or even old teams. You know, what are you thinking about the, uh, sorry, the uh, Southwest Lammers this year? Yeah, so I love what Werther's doing down there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I think this game was quite interesting because of the young talent in, in the game. So you've got, you know, Reese Barrett, uh, Devin Craig, uh, Lee Rickwood-Pitt, um, yeah. Alistair Ishigami-Sims, who are all sort of in and around the state under-20s program last year. Um, and then you've got on the, the uh, Coburn side, you've got Josh Hunt and Dan Rogers, who yeah. I coached at Nationals um, this year, uh, as well as... Um, uh, Clifford, uh, Matty Clifford, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you know is that Wilkinson, yeah, Wilkinson, yeah. Wilkinson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know. So there's a lot of young talent on the floor. Um, that Nathan Pond is a monster, and he's yeah. still a young fella. Um, yeah, so lots of young talent. So it's interesting to see where these two clubs will be probably in you know three years time. You know, once they've got a heap of games under their belt, um, Slammers themselves love the young talent, and as with the women's program, it'll just be retaining those guys and keeping them in town and keep them playing for that that ball club. And yeah. if they're able to do that with where those connections. Uh, he'll be able to, to get some quality to support those players. Um, and, and they'll be good for a long time if they stick with the plan they're currently on. So, Werther, you're doing a great job, man. Mm, yeah. And then we'll move to the Lakeside Lightning, who uh, hosted the uh, Perry Lakes Hawks. It was a 91-86 win, and I think this was maybe, you know, game of the round. They're two tough teams, two top teams as well. And uh, just a few of the box scores uh, in this game. It was uh, Rowan McKenzie, 21 points, 6 rebounds. Jared Prue, the chairman of the board, 6 rebounds, but 16... Sorry, 6 points, but 16 rebounds. Kyle Armour, 13 points for him. Jay Bowie, 19 points, 5 rebounds. Also, Jack Eisenbarger, uh, 15 points there. And then for the Parallax Hawks, it was Ben Purser with 17 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. 
Lewis Thomas, 16.7 rebounds. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, Lee, you've had a chance to, to play against the Parallax Hawks. What do you think about the Hawks and, and their men's side? Um, yeah, they have a, a great team. You know, they've been together for a while now and um, very fit. And, you know, they're working like a you know, pretty well-oiled machine. Um, they uh, they thumped us pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, props to them. Um, I think uh, Purser just broke the record for games. At, yeah, um, yep. At his club. So yeah. Congratulations for that, man. Um uh, and yeah. just on top of that, like I coached Ben for five years, yep, yep. and like he is is one of the genuine good guys in our league. Like mm-hmm. he works so so hard, um, and he leads so well. So like just from behalf of me as well, just to back yep. on to Lee, congratulations yep. Ben on breaking the Perry Lakes Hawks games record. Um, legend dude, uh, fantastic captain, and I think we'll look back at his career um, as a Perry Lakes Hawks player and, and say he's one of the greats. Mm. So. Yeah, yeah for definitely. Sure. And um, he mentioned, I, I think it was against us actually, and um, uh, he mentioned to me. Just a little whisper before the game. He's like, I think you were there at the beginning of it all. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, it was a long time ago, man. But um, yeah, we've we've had a lot of battles. Um, and it's it was, you know, they have a, they have a great side this year. Um, they they've got a, a good chance of uh, doing some damage in the in the finals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we'll move to the East Perth Eagles, who visited the Calamandes and Suns at Rayo and Sports Center. It was Easton's. Sorry, it was it was the uh, East Perth Eagles with an eighty-two to seventy-six win, and uh, just some of the box scores: Ryan Blanchett, uh, eighteen points, eight rebounds; Jermaine Marley, fifteen points, six rebounds; Corey Easley, nine points, five rebounds; and off the, off the bench, Cooper Lowe, thirteen points, six rebounds. And then for the East Perth Eagles, big game for Lee Roberts: twenty-five points, fifteen rebounds, two assists. And then also Kieran Berry, uh, twenty points, three rebounds, four assists, and Lee, how'd you feel in that game? You know, you really, you know, for me, you're you're one of the players of the week this week. But we'll mention that in the next segment. Yeah. But uh, how did you feel in that that big win? Um, first of all, thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was good. It was. It's it's always to me. It's just good to get a win. Yeah. Um, especially with these guys. You know, um, we haven't been doing too much winning this year, so we're trying to um, turn that around here at the end of the season. And whenever can put together something to you know result in a win that's that's always good um individually you know it's it's always fun having a, a good game a fun you know time especially when you get the win but mm-hmm. um yeah it's just fun running around out there again um after some time off um not much time off but some time <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah um yeah so yeah it was Good. And uh, you know, two young teams there, Nixie, and have you had a chance to check out any of those teams, the Calamunda and East Perth? Yeah, yeah. Um and again Calamunda like a, a very very similar to to a lot of those younger yeah, teams. They've got yeah. b- a lot of talent coming through that probably just haven't had the games yeah. um with I guess an effective style of play. Uh, yeah. With all due respect for for long enough, and yeah. I, I think Mark Utley will, you know, make the the adjustments that they need, and and I think in the long term they're going to be pretty a pretty good ball club. Mm. Um, you know, I think they're they're uh, they're investing in in their stadium and things are happening up that way. So look, I'm looking forward to seeing what they are in the next few years. Um, but I guess for for me, the question with East, East Perth is is how far away, Lee? Do you think you know you guys are from you know? Um, 
I guess because you're young, like putting a, a complete game together. Like, do you think you were close on the weekend in that win against the Suns, or do you think um, there's still a little bit of growth? No, there's definitely some growth still to do. You know, we've got to. That's the thing about it. We've got to be able to put 40 minutes together. You know, we have lapses, and um, and you know, we're still learning. And you know, bringing on a new guy. You know, me being me, it's you know another. Um, spanner in the works uh, i think you're so dynamic as well and and you're a player like and it's not you're not someone that's going to bring the ball up and, and run pick and rolls right. like you're you're relying on younger players to to get you in a position where you can be effective yeah. is that like obviously so you're a, you're a, you're a dominant personality and a dominant player mm. like how long do you think it, it'll take for them to to be consistent with getting you the ball where you need it i guess um We've got some smart guys on the team. You know, they're young, but they're open to learning. And, you know, the last couple of weeks now that I've been there through the through practices, it's definitely improved. Um, if you want to put a time stamp on it, you know, give us the end of the season. Um, give us to the end of the season to get our, our, our shit together and, you know, give us another import and um, – I think we're going to see see some changes, um, you know, in the future of, of East Perth. Um, you know, if if some things can, can be pulled. There's some good young talent um, with our guys, you know, what they've got, yep. you know, that's very underrated. Yep. Um, and we can, with just a little bit of discipline and, um, you know, some off-season training, uh, I think that I think that the guys will be all right. Yeah, I think there's a couple of really good young players cool. in that in that squad. Um, you know, with Junior uh, Tshecky, um, you know, he's super dynamic, super raw. Like you think you can harness like the energy and the power that that, that he has. Yeah. Like, um, you know, Kieran Berry's been in the league for a little while, but like he's a dude that can put the ball in the hole. And that's a really <laughs> hard skill to learn. Like if you you can do that, you're you're really really valuable. Yeah. Um, and and there's another young one. His name's sort of skipping. But Banner, Bonner. Yeah, Chris Bonner. Yeah, yeah. Bonner. He works really, really hard, you know, you know, and he's quite young as well. He was at Perry Lakes when I was there and just yeah. learning and getting through. Uh, and then there's another guard as well. Um that's uh It that's was Mitch Benger. Benger. About. Yeah, 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 Benger. Yeah, and he he uh yeah, he I think he's super dynamic, you know. Yeah. I think I think with some he quite raw but as well, but I think with some some guidance from yourself and the coaching staff and you know, he yes, could be a very exactly. good player in a, in a long time. So I think that the Base is there, mm, very yeah. young, very young. Um, uh, but I think adding Lee uh, can only only help them get better. But I'm looking forward to seeing your end of the year actually, because you're like I say, you're so impactful. You've been in the league ten years, and every year you you know if you had a full season here, like mm. man, you'd be in the MVC MVP without sort of pulling your chain MVP conversation every single year. So um, f- from my perspective, you know, mm, yeah. adding a piece like this changes the whole dynamic of not just that team but the whole club because kids see a player that, that have been there and done that that, that yeah. can do what you can do on the floor. So it's a, it's a fantastic kind of recruiting coup in my my opinion mm. to get Lee in. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we'll move to the Perth Redbacks. Uh, they hosted the Lakeside Lightning, two great teams. There was it would have been a great game at Belmont Oasis. But uh, Louis Timms, 22 points, 7 rebounds, 3 atti- uh, assists. Isaac Gartona-Hargrave, Gartona 32 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. And uh, also Joel Wagner, 11 points, 5 rebounds. And the same for Tevin Jackson, 11 points, 4 rebounds. And then for Lakeside, Rowan McKenzie, 17 points, 9 rebounds. Jack Eisenbarger, 16 points, 3 rebounds. And, uh, you know, both these teams, 
uh, well, sorry, one of these teams, the Perth Redbacks, is a team you would have formerly uh, coached, but the women division. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, how, how are you liking the, the men's side there? Firstly, shout out to CJ, man. Like He's yeah, the, yeah. the <laughs> nicest dude in basketball, man. Like, I love him. Like, I see CJ's family. We're tight. And I, I love him. So, CJ, um, you know, hope all is well. Um, secondly, a couple of things with... I've heard something about Lewis Timms. I was watching them play and like someone was just screaming in the shower that Lewis Timms is like a 2K player. And I'm like, man, like, that's so true, man. Dude can stretch, he can rebound, he's athletic, like he yeah. gets above the rim. Like, Man, he's got he's he's got some serious talent um, and he's yeah, been in the league. Real for. quick, yeah. <laughs> Lewis Timms, <laughs> when I was here in Sterling 10 years ago, this kid, <laughs> and sorry, Lewis, but <laughs> could not throw a basketball and hit a backboard. Yeah. And it's just a testament what hard work can do. Like, he's come from just a raw, athletic, you know, ridiculously tall kid mm. to, you know, the monster that he is now. Yeah. People are calling him a 2K player. But, yeah, I remember um, way, way back in the day, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he's come a long way. And, and I, I think probably on most – like I'm most impressed with Isaac Gatorna Hargraves this yeah. year. Like that that kid has stepped up big time. Like and you know I've I've been critical of him in the past. Like talking yeah. to him and saying, look, I, 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 like for you to reach your potential because we've always seen it. You, you know you need to be doing these things and he's he's working hard. He's impacting on games. So look, I'm always one credit where credit's due. Yeah. And man, that kid that kid stepped up big time. So I'm really proud of his, his the way he's turned his game around. Yeah, he's having a great. And that's season. not even without that's without talking about um you know Marty. Like yeah, having Marty back in the league, man. And that dude's a bucket. Yes, he is. A walking bucket. Mm. And then move to the Parallax Hawks, who had a good win against the Southwest Slammers. 95-69 to 69 at Bendat Basketball Stadium. And it was uh, Ben Purser, 13 points, 3 rebounds. And Andrew Ferguson, 20 points, 11 rebounds. And then Rob Kassir off the bench, 10 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists. And then 17 points for, uh, I think it was uh, Caleb Van. And I forgot his last name. My mm-hmm. bad. One of the young guys, Caleb uh, Van. I completely forgot his name. Oh, name. really? Yeah. Oh, from Slammers? Yeah. Yeah. Is on here and he has Caleb Van. So, um, yeah, maybe you'll know Nixie, but that was a, he's been having a great season as well, that young bloke as well. My bad to Caleb. Sorry out there. Uh, the Van Man. <laughs> yeah, we call him the Van Man. Corey Richardson off the bench, eight points. And also uh, Rickwood Pitt as well, nine points. Sorry, eight points, nine rebounds there. And then uh, we'll move to the Junlup Wolves who hosted the uh, Warwick's Senators in the uh, Battle of Junlup. And it was a 77-90 to 90 win to the Senators. And uh, some scorers there. Lachlan Cummings, 18 points, four rebounds, four assists. Jonathan Wade, 12 points, four rebounds, three assists. And then for Warwick, it was Caleb Davis, 18 points, 10 rebounds. <laughs> Justin King, who has a, you know, returned, I think, from injury as well, is back and 19.7 rebounds. Cody Ellis, uh, 17 points for him. And uh, Lee, you're a good friend of Justin King, and he has been out. He has struggled a little bit this season. But, uh, you know, how do you feel he's done so far in NBL 1 West 21? Yeah, I mean he's got an impact anytime he's on the court you know he's yeah. just um, that dynamic of a player um and you know coming off of a little bit of an injury to yep, come in yep. this weekend and and have a couple of games like he had and to be that impactful for his team right away again you know it just shows and i know how hard he works because you know i work out with him a lot um and you know he's he's always going to be you know that that impactful player and um yeah Works definitely, uh, you know, well, yeah. well better off with them on the court. Yeah, 
and then Nixie, you know, uh, being a June Lot Wolves women's yep. coach, you, you see this men's team a lot and, you know, a, a lot different from the, the usual June Lot teams we see, uh, you know, especially with, with their record seven and eight, you know, a lot of new guys, Jonathan Wade, Joel Vigina, uh, you know, Hamish Warden, Mitch Newton, uh, Jacob Formosa, you know, a lot of new guys in that roster and, and, you know, how do you feel they're doing this season? Struggling, but how do you feel they're doing? Yeah, I think I think you've hit the nail on the head. Like, there's a lot of new pieces yeah. within that group. From, and From what old Wolves fans, yeah. you know, would have known, you know, uh, and, you know, like Seb Salinas, truly an artist coming off the bench, Reese Maxwell at times coming off the bench as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think, like, they've, they've had the same core for so long yeah. and that's why they've been so good and, you know, when you've played with players for, for a long period of time or, or coached them, you understand tendencies, you understand movements, you understand and, you know where players want to get the ball and I think when you're adding as, as many pieces as we had um, and they're talented pieces it just takes a little bit of time to, to work it out so look I'm confident you know with the intelligence of that group with the experience of that group with Andrew's coaching they'll be able to, to turn it around um, yeah, yeah. but it's um, well at this at this point in time it's just it's teething you know they're, they're trying to work out who fits where and you know where people play you know best what combinations are best on the floor you know, what's their stopping five? What's their scoring five? You know, all these things that you're thinking about as a coach. Um, he's uh, Andrew's still, still be working through that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, thankfully, there's still a little bit of time in this season. Yeah, yeah. They're still in playoff contention. And, mm-hmm. and I think with an experienced lineup with Seb Salinas, uh, Trian Iliadis, Rob Huntington, Reese Maxwell, you know, if, if um, they're good enough, and I think they will be, to, to play playoffs, they'll, they'll shake it up for yeah. sure. You know, because uh, I think... And I'll say this openly. I've said this on on other podcasts before. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. is I think Trian Iliadis is probably the most underrated player in the last ten years. Like the way that that guy's played at, at yeah. such a high level for for so long, and you know, um, the 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 buckets he's he's hit, and you know that the fact that that team's made you know so many grand finals on the back of of, of him and other players as well. But I think he probably doesn't get the credit that he's yeah. that he's due. Um, you know, and he'll step up. I, I feel like he'll step up at some big moments. In this postseason, yeah, and you know, it is true about Trini Liardis because we had this chat, Blake Sadar of my and myself, and also Craig Mansfield, the head coach yeah. of the Suns Women's. Who was he? Well, Craig actually asked this: Who was is the best kind of Australian player in the SBL NBL One West that has never really made the Wildcat squad mm. in a way? And you could kind of say the same thing with uh, Trini Liardis. We kind of said um, it was uh, Gavin Field. In a way, but we won't debate now. But yeah, you could kind of say, you know, I know um, Trian has trained with the Wildcats, but yeah. hasn't really, you know, played really a game. Yeah, but well, yeah, he was over with Sydney, had a trial. Oh, there sorry, as well. did yeah, and, my yeah, bad, and, yeah, and a was, couple yeah. of things. But you know, Gav was the same. Gav trained, um, yeah. trained with with the Wildcats, and I, you put those two, and you look at our league as Australian players for the last ten years. You know, you'd have to have them two right up there, you know, yeah. at the top, you know. Yeah. And I, I, Gavin Field, I don't think Gavin's underrated. Like, I think everyone understands that Gavin <laughs> yeah. is, yeah. he's the GOAT, man. Like, he's <laughs> yeah. like, that dude can just do things. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, but I think Trion sort of flies under the radar a little bit. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. You know, when, when it comes to what he's achieved in his career. So, yeah. like, from my perspective, you know, let's show Tree a little bit of love and yeah. hopefully he plays for a few more years. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, we'll move to the East Perth Eagles uh, who uh, hosted the Geraldton Buccaneers on Saturday night at Herb Graham Rec Centre. And uh, in that one, Lee Roberts, 27 points, 12 rebounds, another big double-double for him. Andre Donlagic, nine, uh, sorry, 11 points, 9 rebounds. And then for the Jerry Bucks, it was, uh, I think, <sighs> I always mess up his name, uh, Tane Wati. Tane, Tane Wati. 
Tane? 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 Is it Tane Wadi? Because I've been saying his name really badly. So <laughs> let me just, I'll give it to you, Nixie. And what do you think his name is? Yeah, his name's uh, Tane. Tane. Wati. Wati. Okay, yeah, I've been calling him Tane. <laughs> yeah, and I probably got that wrong as well, but if you say it with confidence, it's right. Yeah, true. That's right. Yeah, right. And then... <laughs> that's why I love Lee's name. It's real easy. Lee Roberts. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> nice and, then, <laughs> and then Elijah Barber as well. Uh, he had 27 points, three rebounds. Matthew Angmuo, 21 points, eight rebounds. And Lee, uh, you would have had to match up with... You know, a few of those guys. But one guy, uh, Matthew Angmuro, who was a former Perth Wildcat, has played in the NBL, played in the SBL, uh, and also uh, over East as well, and also in Tasmania. What did you think about Matthew Ang? Um, Yeah, he's got a smooth game. Um, jump shooter, um, yeah. smooth shot, and definitely impacted the game for a little while there. Um, in the first half, I think he had uh, 17 points in the first half. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, um, you can definitely tell that uh, he's he's got a high basketball IQ mm. for sure. Yeah, uh, we'll move to the Mandra Magic, who uh, had a good win against the Wilson Tigers, sixty-five to sixty-two, and you know the new look, you know, Wilson Ti- sorry the Mandra Magic with Scott Machado, he had twenty-one points, five rebounds, five assists. Jeremy Grace, fourteen points, four rebounds, and uh, Fred Williams off the bench, fifteen points, six rebounds. And for Williton, uh, I don't know if I have the full stats, uh, but uh, 12 points, 7 rebounds for Roosevelt Williams. And also off the bench, uh, that was uh, Andrew Black, uh, 13 points, 3 rebounds. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have the full stats. don't know if all these stats will match up. But um, for you guys, how does it feel having someone like Scott Machado in the league? And I haven't been able to ask you guys this question. I've normally asked a lot of the... The guest about Scott Machado mm. is a lot of people know he played in the NBA G League, played with the Lakers a little bit, and then uh, also uh, is, is with the Kansas Taipans, as we all know, in the NBL. And, and first, Nixie, what do you think about Scott Machado coming to the league? Uh, well, he's an elite talent, you know, and I think when you watch him play, uh, you can see, and that's the difference between like elite point guards compared to like a, a, a point guard that hasn't played at, at that level is like everything seems so slow to him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like people are sending doubles to him and he's telling people just to get out of the way and he's creating space and he's making so bullet passes to, to rollers. And like it just – the game seems slower to him than say some of our, our, the younger developing point guards yeah. um, in the league. Uh, and I'm sorry, we've got some great point guards in our league. Oh, no, yeah. Don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, t- for, for him to be coming out – and it was the same when Sean Reddidge come out of, you know, his first NBL season played – uh, with the the Redbacks for, for yeah. that year, like he was a, just a step above everyone else because the pace that he was used to playing at was just so much faster. So mm-hmm. the game just came at him really slowly, and I think we're seeing that with Machado. and And I'd expect it'll be the same when Travers, you know, suits yeah. up for Manager yeah. as well. Is they've got two guys that are used to playing at a, at a completely different pace than what our league is. Um, yeah. You know, and I think you know promotionally for our league to have someone that's a current star in the NBL playing in our league. Uh, can only be a, a really, really good thing. And we went down to Mandarin and, and, you know, just seeing the kids come up to him and just yeah. how welcoming he is and, you know, his impact in the community. Um, it's only got to do good things, not for just for Mandarin, but for the league in general. Yeah, and also having, you know, former Ricky Grace as well uh, on the coaching staff and, and also his son, Jeremy, playing. So, uh, and, and Lee, you know, I know you haven't faced uh, him yet, um, but um, how does it feel? You know, I, I, the great mention, great point you mentioned, Nixie, was uh, you know you played with Sean Redditch in, in the year you guys won the championship, and you know how do you think 
these NBL players do when they come down to the NBL One West? Do you think it's a, a hard transition or do you think it's you know it's an easy transition for them? Um, yeah, it'll definitely be a different sort of basketball. You know, it's yeah, yeah. Like as we were saying before, the game is is slower, um, which doesn't always mean easier. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, we're ma- we're uh, on on that next level. You know, passes are there quicker sometimes, but you know. Your players know you're going to be there. And these things that you have to adapt to that maybe some of these younger guys may not see um, right away. Um, and yeah, But, again, it's just great for the league, you mm. know, um, mm. just to have names like that and, and players to, to come down from the NBL um, to, to play with these guys, to teach them um, and show them. And it's just it, it makes the league better always. And it attracts more um, youth and other imports. You know, when you look in, you can see that. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm <laughs> brain fart. Yeah, yep. um, on the team and and Mandra. You know, looking at the league. Okay, they've got this. This guy's playing. This guy. Yeah, let's go. You know, so um, I I do think that impacts definitely um, in the right way for for the league yeah. as a whole. Yeah, yeah, Fred Williams on that roster, he comes off the bench. Uh, yeah, Jeremy Grace as well, you know. Um, but, yeah, a lot of talent in that in that Magic team, and, and I think they're going to have a great postseason as well. Uh, then we'll move to the Goldfields Giants. Who I've hosted. just got a quick question. Oh, sorry. And I, this is for Lee, actually. Mm. So, so obviously, Mandra's, you know, yeah. like the guards are good with Fred and yeah. um, Jeremy Grace and Scotty Machado. Yeah. But my question with them, now that Ben <laughs> Smith's gone down, like who's yeah. going to guard Lee? Like this sort of dynamic post player, you know, and it's all good. Like we're, we're like, this is like these elite guards that, that are in this team. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think once stuff gets real and things get, get super physical and, and that's where the, the great post players in this league really stand up. Like, do you think like, like, is there, is there a weakness there? Like, do you feel like you could play against Mandra? And, and this is all due respect to like Brian Carwell, who's down there. He's a legend and a great guy. Yeah, and a yeah, good yeah. Player. But, you know, I don't, I don't feel like they have a guy that could guard someone like you. Yeah, um, I like to think that not really any team does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, that's a fair point. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah. Nah, nah. That's um, it. That's why the game. That's why you play with guards and bigs. Obviously, there's going to be an impact level. Um, with if they don't have a you know a dynamic big down there, that's going to be able to stop me. They're going to have to use a double team or a zone or something like that um, to to help on the inside. Um, but again, like what we discussed before with having a couple of dynamic guards, you know, it puts the ball in their hands a little bit more. They get to create and do their own thing. So, um, but as long as, as long as we, you know, play our game, um, you know, through our system, then I, I think we'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I was just interested because yeah, like, yeah. everyone's talking yeah. about Mandarin. and I think they're going to be very, very good. Yeah. And I agree with that. And I'm not saying they're not going to win it, but I think there's, there's definitely like, like every team in this league, there's yeah. definitely challenges uh, yeah, there for, for sure. them as well. You know? For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Uh, well, the Goldfields Giants, they hosted the Rockingham Flames and it was a 96 to 60 point win for the Rockingham Flames. And uh, I think that is, yeah, it is Dion Collins, my bad. 11 points, 10 rebounds. Jerome Reed, he had 14 points, three rebounds. And then for the Rocco Flames, Atembior, 19 points, 12 rebounds. 
And also Justin Beard, 21 points, 10 rebounds. Travis Dernan off the bench, 15 points, 8 rebounds. And then we'll move to the Warwick Senators, who also went up against the Geraldton Buccaneers. And uh, Warwick came out with that win, 81-76. to 76. Caleb Davis, 17.7 rebounds. Cody Ellis, 20 points, 4 rebounds. Justin King, 17 points, 6 rebounds. And then for the Geraldton Bucks. It, it was Matthew Muo, 25 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. And Tane, uh, <laughs> Tane Waddy, uh, 13 points, 4 rebounds. And we'll go to the last game of the round, which was the Goldfields Giants uh, in another game for them, uh, hosting the Coburn Cougars. 84-78 to 78 win for the Cougars. And some of their scorers, uh, it was Julian Passava, 28 points, 10 rebounds. Great game for him. Jerome Reed. 15 points. And just quickly, Nixie, you know, Julian Passava has made his move uh, up to the gold fields. And, uh, you know, he's been in the league for a while, former Coburn Cougar as well. Yep. And, and what do you think about Julian Passava this year? I mean, he's another guy that's played internationally uh, now, like went yep. over to college and he's played in Europe. And, you know, he's, he's a super talented, super talented guy as well. Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. strong, he can stretch, you know, you know he, plays, he plays with pace. Um, mm. The one thing I want to talk about that game, though, is you see that Josh Hunt dunk, you know, and I'm yeah, honestly yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, <laughs> like I'm a coach, but I'm a fan as well. Mm. Like to see someone get baptized like that, like, no matter what, like, it's like that's why you love the game, you know. So I just want to give Josh Hunt, who like, I've coached a couple of times at nationals, he's a super athletic kid like that. Man, that's that's some props right there, you know. Like yeah. I just man, that was that was something yeah. special. So if that's not in the top ten or number one, yeah, I think it will because you know, that was nasty. Did you see it, Lee? No, I didn't. Oh. Oh, well, the NBL actually did post it on their yeah. actual site on their Instagram, the actual NBL. Yeah. So it was um, nasty. Yeah, like it was like a like it was something else, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so we have to, you have to, I'll have to show you that one. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's great to have Julian back in the league, man. That, that kid can play. Yeah. And then uh, for the Coburn Cougars, 35.7 rebounds, four assists for Gavin Field, and uh, 13.17 rebounds for Nick Mazoglu. And uh, yeah, great round in the NBL 1 West, boys. And uh, we're going to go to a quick break, and uh, we'll be back here on Fast Break uh, to talk our Player of the Week, and our fixtures for Round 15. It's flu season, and we all know how important it is to be vaccinated. Wangara Pharmacy is your local place open every day from 7am to 11 at night. Drop in any time with no appointment necessary, just $19.99. Got a local business? They will even come to you in groups of five or more at no extra cost. Support the locals that support you. Station sponsor, Wangara Pharmacy. 9200-4400. Nine two double zero double four double zero. Welcome back to Fast Break, and as uh, Blakey says, the fourth quarter is here. And uh, joining me as always, well, actually not as always. Shouldn't have said that. I'm just used to saying it. Is uh, <laughs> Charles Nix, head coach of the June Lot Wolves women, and the newest import for the East Perth Eagles men's Lee Roberts. And uh, Lee, am I correct? You you are an import in a way. I know you do live here. Uh, currently yeah, restricted. <laughs> I just don't want to keep I calling you. I am currently yeah. restricted, but that's fine, soon yeah. to not be. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's fine. Seriously, like that, that becomes a completely different ball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like yeah. to be an Australian and not restricted, mm -hmm. like to be an import caliber player at your level. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking that forward to seeing that, you know, the the you know, with big auction for Billy Robinson. Everyone fighting yeah. over Aussie Lee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the same thing in the NBL with, with Bryce Cotton. Hopefully uh, they can get him uh, with the citizenship. And 
But you know, as we know, we we learned in the week that Trevor Gleason is 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 might be going mm-hmm. or is going to the NBA, and I heard it is the Toronto Raptors. And it is, yeah. Um, great yeah, job too, to yeah. Trevor as well. So um, losing a few of their players. So uh, we'll see how it goes with the Wildcats. But um, isn't it the Tasmania Wildcats? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as most of them <laughs> have gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, guys, I'm going to move to our player of the week, and I just thought I'd hurry it up, and I don't want arguments. I'm just because <laughs> I've just looked up, and I just want to uh, give one uh, one point. Uh, I'm going to give to Gavin Field. He is. I love Gavin Field. I want to get a cut out of Gavin Field and put him up here. Because yep. um, I'm a big fan of him uh, So one point for him And then I'm also going to give two points To the man sitting on the couch over here Lee Roberts in a few big games uh, Two double two doubles big wins, yeah. yeah big win uh, Sorry one big win um, So no two points for Lee Roberts That's his first time on the, on the leaderboard And then also I'm going to give this week's player of the round And I didn't tell you guys But I'm going to go on a limb, and I really like this kid, and you did mention him, Isaac Gartona Hargrave. Mm-hmm. Yep. I want to give him the player of the week because I think he's done a great job this season and uh, you know, stepped into a big role with with a great uh, Redbacks team. So I'm going to give him the, the player of the week. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah for sure. This this week, I think he played. Marty didn't play. Yeah, I don't think Marty 32, played yet. 32 points or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And, yeah, um, obviously I was, you know, Zach's, Zach's uh, a young guy that, there for us um yeah it was when I was, when I was yep. playing for the Redbacks yep, uh, was. for a few seasons yeah and so I know Zach real well yeah um and just props again he's a, a hard worker you know um had a lot of coaches in his ear um over the years but you know he's uh he's done very well and mm. just very athletic yeah yeah <laughs> and sweet street shooting stroke too yeah 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 that shooting stroke elevation on his shot all of that yeah mm. done real well well, uh, guys, uh, we're going to go to our tipping. And first game is uh, the Calamundi Eastern Suns uh, hosting the Lakeside Lightning at Rail and Sports Centre. And I think, as you mentioned before, Nixie, this will be a Thursday game. Yep. Uh, Thursday. So uh, I'm going to go I'm, – I'm, this is different in the men's, you know. I really think this Lakeside are the toughest – one of the toughest men's teams. Um, so I'm going to give it to Lakeside. And uh, what about you, Nixie? Yeah, I'm following you there. Yeah, I yep. think, they're super talented, man. Yep. Um, I think Lakeside had a few guys out this week. I'm not sure if it was due to injury or, or yeah. whatever. Um, obviously, we, we don't want anybody injured, but um, not sure if Kalamunda, I think they're still playing with some desperation to get to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but, again, Lakeside is very tough, so I'm, I'm going to stick with them, um, even yep. even with the injuries. Yeah, and then we'll go the Parallax Hawks hosting the Williston Tigers. This could be another like game of the round as well. Two tough teams, and um, I gotta go with the Hawks on this one. I really like the Hawks, and they're actually my pick for the championship. Yeah. Oh wow, they're actually my pick. Uh, and uh, okay. Blake's pick, he always mentions is the Lakeside Lightning. So, um, but uh, yeah, I've got the Parallax Hawks. I really like them. I think they're a great team. So I'm going to go with, with Parallax. How do you feel about that, Lee? Well, this, this young blood here at your club. <laughs> you know, no we've, still a, we've still got chances. Yeah, you still got a chance. But look, we had Matt Parsons, the head coach of the Parallax Hawks, uh, DM me and Blake together. Yeah. Um, and he was upset that we were giving the Redbacks a lot of love. And he said, you know, where's my love? Where's, where's yeah. So um, uh, I, I had two teams. You know, I couldn't pick either yep. one. It was... Uh, the Hawks 
and the Warwick Senators to win the championship. I had those two. Yeah. And I've had to decide in the last couple of weeks who am I actually going to stick with, and it, it has been the Hawks. So Okay. Um, sorry to Justin King, as well. I know he'd be upset. Right. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so the Perry Lakes Hawks, yeah. Yeah, I rate uh, – well, I love a lot of the guys at the Hawks, have a yeah, relationship yeah. with yep. a lot of them, and, yep. um, you know, a fantastic club. You know, Jenny Purser is just a legend yep. you know, yep. of the game and just been around for a long time. And, um you know, I think they're going to be very good at the end of the year. I'm actually going to go with the Tigers this week. Yeah. Um, I love Roosevelt Williams Jr. Like, yeah. I, I love the way he plays. A left handy that can stretch and score, yeah. it and he's super confident. And you know, I think um, Damian Scott is—he's obviously an elite scorer. You know, at this level uh, as well. Viggs is having a pretty a pretty good year uh, as well. You know, and he sets a very high standard. So, you know, I, I think don't sleep on Willett, no, man. I think yeah. I think they're going to actually they're going to be they're going to be all right. So, I think this week, you know, Willow Willow will get it. Yeah. And Lee, um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with the Hawks. You know, just putting them the way they beat us. They need to beat everybody else too. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with the Hawks for this one. Yeah, and then the Lakeside Lightning. They're hosting the Junlot Wolves. This is gonna be a great game as well uh, at Lakeside Rec. Um, I'm gonna go with Lakeside again, boys, but. Don't sleep on the Junlot Wolves either. Uh, a lot of great players in that team, and we mentioned a few of their players and their their older players in that team and veterans. But um, yeah, what about you, Nixie? I bleed green, mate. So yep, yep. Wolves all the way. Yeah. So yeah, you know that they they're gonna they're gonna turn this around. Yep, so. Yeah. Yeah. I I actually have a feeling too that um, Junlot will come out of the little funk and um, surprise surprise Lakeside mm. this week. Yeah. Sitting on twelve and three record at Lakeside, and also the Junlet Wolves seven and eight. Uh, move to the Rockingham Flames, who are hosting the Southwest Slammers, and uh, same as it is in the in the women's. I think maybe the Rocco men's might be a bit too much for the young uh, Southwest Slammers. But what about you, Nixie? I think it'll be close. Yep. Uh, and I think I think the Flames will will get it. It's at Rocco, isn't it? Yeah, it is at yeah, Mike yeah. Barnett. Yeah, yep. that's a tough place to play, man. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And Lee. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going with the Flames on that one. And then the next game is the Coburn Cougars hosting the Warwick Senators. And uh, i got to go for Warwick in this game, boys. What about you, Nixie? Justin King's back, right? I think yeah, he's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. If Justin's back, I'll go with Warwick on this. I just too much experience. Played together for too long. Yeah. Um, a lot of firepower there. And, and Coburn are doing a great job, don't get me wrong, but there's a little inexperience yeah. to go against a, a, a really good Senators team. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with the um, Warwick on this one too. Mm. Yep. The the Warwick, all three votes for us. And then the Geraldton Buccaneers are hosting the Perth Redbacks at Active West Stadium. And, uh, you know, I love, you know, this is this is what I got mixed up in with head coach uh, Matt Parsons. He got it wrong. I've said I think the most exciting team are the Perth Redbacks. I really like watching them. Okay. I really think they're really exciting. I love watching them. So um, I'm going to go with the Perth Redbacks on this one. CJ loves to push, man. Like yes. He loves transition balls. So they play fast and they got super talent. And they, they, they're deeper than people think yep. uh, as well. Um, and they've just started to work. I feel like Perth have just started to work it out. So you just yeah, you watch out for them. I think Perth will, will get this. Yep. But I think Geraldton's the best place to play in the league. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, like far. so good. It's such a good stadium. They always pack it out. Mm. Um, yeah. Definitely a tough place to play. Again, Jero is another team with some injuries. And um, if Aaron Ralph gets back and, um, you know, they they can, you know, bring some of their players back, they're going to they're gonna put up a fight. 
and it's not easy to play up there. Um, I'm not sure how far out they are um, from from coming back, so I, yeah. I think I'm going to go with, with the Redbacks on this one. Mm. And then we've got the Southwest Slammers and the Goldfields Giants. Two young teams going at it. 4-11 and 11 record for the Giants, 2-13 and 13 for the Southwest Slammers, and this is an Eaton wreck, so a long journey for the Goldfields Giants. Um you know, two young teams. This would be actually a good game to watch next year. I, I agree. You know, I'm going to give it to the Slammers. You know, I, I'm going to. I I believe in the Slammers this week, but it'll be a great game nonetheless. Uh, what about you? Oh man, I was going to say the same thing. I, I, it's a long trip from Kalgoorlie to Bunbury, mm-hmm. so yeah. um, that's tough. I'm going to go with the Slammers. I said I love the direction uh, where those taking this group yeah. in. So yeah, and a lot of good young kids. You know, they just need to have a day. They shoot well. They're, yeah. they're good. So. Yeah, and Lee. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to keep with the trend. I think that this is the Slammers week, yeah. and um, they'll they'll get this one. Mm. Also, the Gin Wolves are hosting the Parallax Hawks at HBF Arena, and uh, you know, I I got to go with the Hawks because you know I'll get a black eye like Blake did in the first week um, <laughs> from Matt Parsons. No, that wasn't from Matt Parsons, but <laughs> we like to joke around. But uh, I'm going to go with the Hawks and Nixie. I know you're yeah, you bleed, bleed green, green. man. You're yeah, going to go for the Wolves. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and what so about you, Lee? This is the second of uh, second game of a doubleheader, right? Yeah, for both teams, for yeah. both teams, for yeah. Both teams, yeah. yeah, both teams in June a lot. That's a tough one. Yeah, um, Hawks are clicking right now. Um, yeah, I think that uh, yeah, Perry Lex is going to take that one. Mm, yep, and then we'll go to the Warwick Senators. Uh, they're hosting the East Perth Eagles, and this is going to be a good one for you, Lee. You, you get to go up uh, against you know a good friend of yours, Justin King. Um, you know, and I got to go for the East Perth Eagles, and I'll stay back and watch that one. It's going to be a great game. Uh, so Lee, I'll put down East Perth for you, uh, and then but the real, the real, you know, guess is is uh, well, the real tip is is Charles Nix. What do you think you're going to do, Nixie? Man, I actually think this is going to be a really exciting game. I yeah. think um, you know it's. So there's a lot of talent on both Ross, young talent in East Perth, obviously with with Lee's leadership and yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you do? You reckon you can genuinely get this, Lee? You reckon you you're like, you know, where, where do you? Yeah, yeah I won't ask you because where the key point is. I'm guaranteed that Sterling will listen to this, but <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll, I'll back Lee in it. Like if if I if I had Lee up against anyone, I'd I'd back Lee in most of the time. So, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna so, go with East Perth this week and. Yeah. You know, I really, really hope, um, really hope that you can get it done. And I'd love to see some, some like, like a Don Logic step up and have yeah, a big definitely. game because he's been in the league for a long time. And yeah, you know, it's good to see him back playing and and whatnot. So I'd like to see him stay. And I think he'll step up as well. So I'm going to yeah. say Lee and Don Logic to lead Eagles. This will be the headline to a victory over Warwick. All right, yeah. at the Senate, yeah. at the Senate as well, and good place to play too. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And then the Williston Tigers and the Coburn Cougars. Uh, I think both on double headers. At, at, this is at Willerton Basketball Stadium. Um, it's going to be an exciting game, but I'm going to go with the Tigers. What about you guys? Yeah, I'm going to go Willerton with Roosevelt Williams Jr. getting a triple double. Yeah. Triple double. That's yeah. a good call. Yeah. You need to hit your your Charles Barkley button. Guarantee. <laughs> Guarantee. <laughs> That's it. So I'll be messaging Rose straight out of here. Okay. <laughs> and just letting him know, you man, you got to yeah. make me look good here, bro. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Lee. Um, yeah, I think Willow's going to take that one too. Mm. Yeah. 
And then uh, the Calamundi and Suns hosting the Mandra Magic at Ray Owen Sports Centre. They also got a double header. Um, it's going to be a good game, but I'm going to go with the Mandra Magic. What about you guys? Oh, you can't go past Mandra in this this matchup. You know they're they're good. They're really good in areas that um, Suns are developing in. Yeah. And uh, what about you, Lee? Yeah, I agree with that. Mandra's um, a little bit too talented for um, for Calamunda. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, the last game of the round is also the Mandra Magic and the Goldfields Giants. And this is at Mandra Aquatic and Rec Centre. A lot of travel for a few of these teams. But um, I'm going to go with the Magic. On, man, on that's, a tough, that's, that's a, a tough trip, trip for, <laughs> for Goldfields, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's real tough. I think Mandra, Mandra will... We'll get that one. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, I've been making bold statements recently. Um, so. <laughs> what else? What, what do I reckon here? I reckon Brian Carwell will get a double double. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mandra's got this one. And um, yeah, they should, they should take this one pretty. Mm. pretty yeah. Mandra Magic getting six votes there. Uh, well, that's all the, the you know the action coming up on round 15. If you want to check out any of the action, go to MBL One West app or even the MBL One West uh, website, and you can see all the live games this weekend or even go down to some of your local games. It's going to be a great weekend as the season uh, is nearly at the end. Uh, but uh, we're not thinking about that here. We don't want to think about the end of the season. But uh, before we finish the show, I'm going to talk to Lee and I'm going to ask you some more questions, Lee. And, you know, one thing that was huge for me was when I joined the Redbacks as, as a kid and someone you know well, James Bosnakis, was huge in getting me to the Redbacks to join yep. the under-20s. And it was a great year for me. It was one of my best years playing and uh, was my last year fully playing basketball. And I always think about it. I love it. Love the club, you know. And you guys won the championship. And I remember being there and... Uh, I don't know if you remember, I remember taking a photo with you with the banner and stuff and it was a yeah. great night. And uh, But it was tough as, you know, you guys beat the June Lut Wolves. Um, and, you know, for me, I'm an ex-June Lut Wolf and a lot of people were upset I was there celebrating with you guys. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think it was a great night. But how did you feel winning your first SPL championship, especially with guys like Sean Redditch on the roster? Um, yeah, uh, there was... You know, there's nothing really you can say about winning a championship. It's the best feeling, you know, that you can have um, as an athlete uh, um, in your respective sport. But just, yeah, that was – playing with Sean is undescribable. He's just so smart. He's just su mm. such a good player um, and, you know, just a, a great person to be around as well on, you know, on and off the court. Um, Nick was the coach then. Yep, um, yep. We got Lakovich, and you know, just another great guy. Just you know, and it was, it was almost, it was like a big family. You know, it was yeah. just the atmosphere that we had there was was really cool, um, and it showed on the court. We we clicked and and gelled pretty well throughout um, the year, and even when I got there, um, it was just a transition. It wasn't even. Know, like I, I've been there the whole time, so um, it was really cool to play with those guys, um, definitely. And winning the first SBL championship uh, took a while, um, but <laughs> we got one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, you have won a few more championships, but somewhere else, uh, Uruguay, uh, yep. was somewhere you've won a few championships, and 
you know, how is it also to go from one season winning a championship and then also going to another country and also winning the championship the same season? Um, yeah, that's cool, man. It's it's actually really cool. We um, I did it in it was 2016 or 17, 17? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah, I won in Israel. Yep. And then we came here and then won here. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, championships. <laughs> this, is <what> you, <laughs> this is what you play for. Yeah. yeah. I just I really don't think like people, like you, people undersell the fact that winners win though. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. a habit. Like right. and, and if you come from a winning environment and you come into another environment, like just the fact that you know how to do it really 100%. impacts, you know. Um, yeah. And you, like do you feel like, you know, coming obviously that, that Redbacks team was was a loaded team and it's yeah. a very, 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 very good team. But do you think like the outside of your playing skills, do you think just knowing how to win sort of helped? Yeah, um, 100%. And, you know, you can call it winning mentality or, you know, however you want it, knowing how to win. But just the way guys work, the way guys, you know, come to practice, you know, approach the game, it's just that that it factor, you know, where, okay, yeah, this is this is our year or, you know, this is – and, and you, you don't always know at the beginning of the season, but you can get your head around it. Um, fairly early when you have a team and you and you just you know you know you have that winning factor yep. guys that know how to win yeah it's definitely a thing mm, yeah. so do you, who do you think that that season there's only one right answer to this was your hardest opponent that year <laughs> I'm gonna have to say probably the Southwest Slammers <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm talking about yeah. I can leave now <laughs> Now that that series was good, um, and it set us up for success. Like um, we discussed before, man, like we got punched in the mouth to start off with, and it wasn't even something that we expected. And you know, we had to get our asses in the in the high gear. Um, and yeah, you guys took us to the brink on the last game too. Yeah, I now that's out of the, I've had a lot of really good series, and that's right up there, man. Like, and you know, it was. Was yeah, like I just think when you're in those battles, like yeah. I, I think we left that series obviously really disappointed, but knowing that we threw everything at the the best team in the league because yeah. I think you were rena- renowned throughout the whole league that year as as the best team. Yeah. Um, so for for us, yeah, so I think it was a great, great yeah. series. Yeah, and Lee, you know, your job is playing basketball. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's what you do. Um, you know, and a lot of people want to do that for their job, and you're actually you know blessed to be able to play basketball for for your job and one big story in the world is COVID and, you know, it's mm-hmm. changed a lot for people traveling and, and even interstate here in Australia. So how did it change, you know, your, your job? How did it change your lifestyle? Um, uh, significantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, have you had a COVID test? I have. Yeah. 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 It's not yeah. fun. It's no. not fun. Yeah. I've had about yeah. 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just the the lockdowns, the restrictions, you know, the same sort of things that you guys go through here, but just Maybe even away more. from home. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. where I'll be in a hotel room for two weeks um, in a bubble situation for basketball. Um, my family's in the country, but, but you I'm in a bubble, yeah. you know, so I can't even see my daughter. Um, obviously, traveling in any airport, I mean, it's pretty much like going to jail. Yep. You know, you got to go through 
all types of screening and scans and you know everything and yeah it's just so slow and so but um and the, and the and the leagues the leagues as well they suffered because there's a lot of guys that just didn't want to you know take the chance and leave their you know yeah leave home and and continue playing and traveling with the you know covid until we got more of a little bit of an understanding of it and and all that but um you know very blessed to have landed where we did in Uruguay. Um, originally, I left here um, to go to Israel. Yeah. And it got overwhelmed with COVID. Fortunately enough, I was able to, to get out of there um, unscathed. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, and Uruguay was relatively good with mm. their um, their COVID situation yeah and we were able to bring the family over and and you know that's the most important thing is just being together mm. you know so um through all the lockdowns through all the quarantines um we still ended up with a championship and a successful um outing yeah mm. yeah i just my um this is non-basketball related so my mom was born in Uruguay, mm. and she yeah. uh she mm. moved over here at 13 and i've never been there <laughs> um, and I really want to, yeah. so I'm super jealous to start with. But secondly, yeah. like at Uruguay as a country, you've, you've been there. What's your uh, what outside of basketball? What was your favorite thing about the country? Just so I can go back to mum and say, look, I know this. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. You have to say punto este, punta este, punta yeah. del yeah. este, punta del este. Okay. Yeah, so it's a place. Yeah. That's like their beach. That's where. Um, they'd compare it to like a Miami Beach type thing yeah, yeah. Um, for them, and we went a couple of times. Um, my family got there right before Christmas. Their seasons are the same as ours, so yep, down summertime. Uh, summertime is yep. in December, you know. So um, we went to the beach and we stayed down there, you know, um, socially distanced, of course. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but um, it was just really we got an Airbnb just away from everything. The beaches are beautiful, uh, awesome. Um, but yeah. And it's just a, such a laid-back, chilled country. You know, the people are so nice. Um, and, you know, I felt right at home. There's no it's small country, so there yeah. wasn't any traveling. All the teams were um, pretty much in Montevideo. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was just really homey. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, so yeah. Punta del Este. Punta del Este. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, I'm going to talk to yeah. you. Yeah, old, old talk about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, uh, Lee and, and and you know Nixie, we got to finish. But uh, last question for the night is, you know, what's you know what's in the future for Lee Roberts, and and what goals do you want to complete before your basketball career is ended? Um, great question, man. Um, look, I take this basketball thing um, as a blessing yep. every day. Um, I thank God always for the opportunity to, to play the game that I love as a living. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to ride it, ride it until, you know, I can't anymore. Um, you know, I've got education to fall back on. Mm. Um, my wife is actually studying right now mm. um, to become a teacher. And we'll be here in Perth. Um, yeah. You guys are stuck with me now. My, uh, <laughs> my permanent residency should be here any day now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, Is coaching, coaching on the cards? Coaching yeah. could be. You know, that's something, you know, that I would definitely, you know, stick my foot into. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I would, I would um, 
I would love to be involved in basketball WA in some way, shape, or form in the future. Yeah, sure. we we well, could see you maybe on a coaching staff with with Coach Nix maybe one day. Yeah, yeah man, I'd love that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love good people. That's I love people with high IQ and you know that can relate to others. And yeah, and yeah man. You know, it's been like for me. It's it, it, you've hopefully got a lot of games still in you, but it's been a pleasure watching you. Yeah. Um, you know, through this, I'm looking forward to seeing the way you finish this year and really bring those young East East Perth guys along and and impact. Hopefully, impacting and, and making playoffs. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that, man. And Sam, you know, um, over there with the with the Lady Wolves. Um, I hope that you guys, you know, have. A semi-successful end to your season. <laughs> 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 I know the East Coast love, man. I got you. Yeah, yeah. So, that's well, right. yeah, yeah. Nah. Um, yeah, definitely best of luck over there. And we'll see what happens in the future. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, Lee, for coming on. Really appreciate it. Appreciate your time. And I uh, hope you enjoy your time in East Perth. And, and, uh, and uh, I would say in Perth, but no, you, you know, you're living here. And it's yeah. great to have you back, though. Great to have you, you and your family back safe. So, uh, you know. Good luck for the rest of the season. And uh, my uh, special guest co-host, Whoop. Charles Nix, um, thank you for coming on. Really appreciate your time. And I know you're busy at Joondalup and wish you all the best. And like I said, not too much luck though. As <laughs> you know, as I, I like to say, you know, w- one thing that Nixie's taught me as, you know, he's been great in teaching me a lot of things. Before I came to East Perth, you know, I was working with Nixie while I was with the under-18s at Joondalup. And um one thing before, I think it was a... He's going to f- make me sound like this really cruel guy. No, 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 but, right. not, no, but it's, it's good. But one of the first things he taught me was never... Because I came up to you and shook your hand and said, good luck, Nixie, before one of the games. And he said, never, you know, you know, like, say good luck to an opponent coach or opposing coach. Um, and till that, since that day, I've never said good luck before a game. I've just said... Yeah, hey, how are you? And just shook their hand, you know. So, uh, and I understand where you come from. Yeah. Like, I understand it's a. Well, I think it just takes a lot of luck. Like at the end of the day, there's a lot of luck involved in in winning. Yeah, yes. yeah. And you know, with being as selfish as I am, like, I want to keep as much luck as I can <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. try and try and get some. some yeah, I don't but blame as you, long yeah. as you're polite, you got good to see. You, like, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. But yeah. like, I don't think in this game anyone needs your luck. Like, if you've done the work, you've executed what you need to execute. You've done the scout the right yeah. way. You've you've done everything you needed to. It won't come down to luck. It'll no. come down to you being yeah, you know, the better team. Yeah. So. Proper yeah. preparation yeah. prevents poor performances. Facts. Yes. <laughs> well, I want to thank both of you. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. And um, if you want to listen to more podcasts uh, of, of Fast Break, just head to Spotify. We're on there and, and a few others. Uh, anywhere you get your podcast, And then, uh, as I said, if you want to check out any MBL One West action, just go to the MBL One website or the app. And then also check out Edge Entertainment Australia on their socials um, and check out what they have for store. We have a lot of other shows going on and that might interest you. But, um, you know, for me, Jake Singleton and, and Charles Nix and Lee Roberts, that's it. And uh, we'll talk to you next week.